Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, everyone. It is Linda Talaferro, Being Brown at Work Live. And yes, as I always say every Tuesday, it's my favorite time of the week because I get to spend time with you and I love it when I have guests. So I know you can already see that I have a guest and we're going to jump right in it because when you hear this woman's story, this fabulous woman's story, I know you're going to connect to it. I know it's going to resonate with you. You're going to hear some things that you've often heard from me um, because, as I always say, I know that I know that certain things work and I know that I know what's possible when we get out of our own way. And I'm just so honored that this woman graced me with a yes when I reached out to her to be a guest. So let me tell you a little bit about this fabulous woman. Her name is Sonia Moore. Sonia has over 20 years of experience in engineering and program management supporting the automotive industry. She has a BS and an MS in engineering, a BS and an MS in engineering, and she has a PMP. So she's a certified program manager. She has led initial launches of hybrid vehicles for the big three companies, which is what she's doing right now. She spent two and a half years on an assignment in Europe leading a 15-member team in a footprint consolidation project. She successfully led numerous multi-million dollar projects for various companies, doing new program launches, process improvements, and cost-saving initiatives. She is now authoring a book, How to Implement Lean Engineering, and developing a three-step approach to how to have a successful meeting. So she's going to be an author, author of two books, in addition to all this other fabulous stuff I just read. She's a member of Delta Sigma Theta, Oak Grove AME Church, an executive member of the 14th Congressional District, a mentor of engineering students at Wayne State University. It's a university here in Michigan. Some of her outside interests are supporting voter rights, ballroom dancing, and I've seen her. She's good. I mean, y'all, she's good loves the hustle, and enjoys crafting and glass etching. Welcome to Being Brown at Work Live, Sonia. I'm so glad Thank to have you. Thank you, Linda. I'm so glad. It's honored that you would invite me. Thank you so very much. Oh, I had to. I had to. So, Sonia, 20-plus year career in a really technical field. I mean, massive launches, footprint consolidations. I mean, those are highly technical fields highly technical assignments. When you started your career 20-some years ago, is that what you envisioned for yourself? You know, Linda, so 
taking this back a little bit, let me tell you where I actually started. I started at Kellogg's. I ate my way through my job, right? <laughs> so I literally worked on process lines in Battle Creek, Michigan, working for Kellogg's. So I literally had the cereal right off the line. So the, the best things we ever did at work is when we had to go in and try new food and they would pull the employees in to do taste testing. I just gained weight. That's all I did. But that's, that's really where my beginning started. I started at Kellogg's. And I, I can truly say, even though the last the last many years started and are, are basically a part of automotive, mm-hmm. I started in food. And then okay. I went to office furniture manufacturing um, wow. in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And so like totally different. I ate my way through and then I sat my way through with some really <laughs> great office furniture. And then from there, I said, you know what? I want to move back to Detroit. So let me get my foothold into the automotive industry. And I started with a supplier in Holland, Michigan with Prince Corporation. Okay. And then moved right on back to Detroit um, where I was born and raised. Wow. Oh my gosh, Sonia. And all the time we've talked, how come I've never known that? Food industry. That's phenomenal. Food industry. industry. So, you know, now you're in automotive and you're, you know, you have a technical degree and you've got this career uh, trajectory in mind for yourself, I'm sure. If you could revisit those days for me, how did it feel? You know, were you, did you run into some challenges out the gate or did it take a little bit for you to really experience anything that you thought, okay, wait a minute, this is going to be a little bit more difficult than I thought? Well, first off, everybody's going to get this. As soon as you get out of college, you think you're the smartest person in the room, right? So I walked into Kellogg's like, I got this. I got this. I'm good. I had to get slapped down a few times, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I was not as, I, I was book smart, but I didn't have really good you know, real time experience, right? So mm. I really needed to learn, you know, I, I, you know, college doesn't teach you, you know, corporate America 101. They, they yeah. just make us book smart and they make us right. technically literate. They don't yeah. teach us how to take that and then mold it into corporate America to be mm-hmm. a good person in corporate America. Um, so I, I had some challenges in the beginning. Um, okay. And what even, I mean, and that's not the reason why I left Kellogg's. I got married and moved. Um, so, you know, I, I learned a little bit at Kellogg's and then when I went to Steelcase, um, I learned a lot at Steelcase and I grew a lot, but the one thing that I can tell you, I had a mentor at Steelcase and that was my first time ever getting a mentor. Mm. And it was, uh, it was an older man and he pulled me aside and he was like, let me help you out, little girl. (laughs) And he walked me through some things to kind of help me, um, mm-hmm. to kind of help round off some of my edges. Um, and you'll hear me say that a little bit again, because even even as I've grown in this career, we always have a few edges um, that we have to round off a little bit just yes. to smooth them out. You still have to be a little, you know, a little forceful because you're still a woman in technical, but it's always about the approach, right? Mm-hmm. And And that's really how you have to look at this. It's not always about rounding off every edge. It's about how you deliver the message. Ah, wow. And that is really what I tell so many people. It sometimes is not the message. It's how you deliver the message. 
wow. So I love that, Sonia. So, you know, and that's one thing. I mean, you and I, people that look like us, right? That is, and that's the reason why this is being brought at Work Live, because it is, it's those edges, right? It is that challenge to understand when they need to be rounded and when you just, just show up. But I think the fundamental piece is understanding that you can still be authentically you with the rounded edges where necessary or the sharp ones, right? Absolutely. But what you just said, though, I think is something that is extremely critical. And that is the awareness, the awareness. Linda, that is so hard. Yeah, please share. It's so hard. It's hard because, you know, it's kind of like I said from my first job. We walk into this, we're, we're so educated, we, we feel we have all this experience, and then somebody hits you with um, critical, critical, it, and it really is critical, feedback. And you're like, mm. who are you talking to? That's not me. And then, you know, you're kind of like, what? And, but you have to learn, and it is a skill set. And it's not a skill set that it, I don't want to say this, it's not a skill set that is inherent that we just automatically have. You have to learn how to take in criticism, both positive and negative, and say, okay, are they telling me something that is really true? Get out of your own way Mm. and listen to what they're saying. And and sometimes you may have to pull in a good girlfriend, okay? It it can't be that girlfriend that tells you, girl, you're fine. It's that girlfriend that is really going to tell you, mm-mm. You're not looking your best today, right? You you have to find that good girlfriend that says, you know what? They're kind of right. And and that sets you back. But it's yes. not always about learning that they were right. It's about how do you autocorrect? Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. So you have to autocorrect. You have to you have to hear that that didn't go very well and then say, okay, how could I have done that differently? And there are times in which I will sit at night and think about conversations I've had with people to say, you know what, tomorrow morning, we'll call that person up and I'm going to apologize. And I've had to do that. And and I've had to do that recently. I mean, because it's not because we get into a moment and we say something or we we snip it off very quickly. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah. Probably shouldn't have said that. And, and as, as, as they're as they're flowing out of my mouth, I'm like, can't take that back. But I can't no. apologize for it. Yeah. And 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 understand. And this is something that a mentor told me once. Don't don't embarrass someone in public, and apologize to them in private. Wow. Wow. Okay? So if I've embarrassed you on a phone with 20 people, the next time we have that meeting. Or if I have to send you an email, you carbon copy all those people. And then you say, hey, Linda, what I said to you, I should have said a little bit differently. I apologize. So let me rephrase. Right. That wins you more street cred than just sitting back going, I'm not apologizing. I'm good. Right. Right. So it, it is so important. It is so important that you do that. It is. And you've just you've just put kind of nuggets all in what you just shared. And I want to kind of peel them back and dissect them a little bit one by one because it was beautiful. I mean, really what you talked, there's a couple of things you talked about. One is the emotional intelligence, right? The awareness piece. 
which we have to as black and brown women. That is your right of skill set. We need to develop that and sharpen that. And it doesn't have to lessen who we are. And that's the other part that you talked about is allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right? Because saying you're sorry is vulnerability, Mm -hmm. but there's power in recognizing that you were wrong and having the courage, which is power also to own it, apologize and move on. What I think happens too many times is we get caught up and everybody around us, Sally, Jude, John, Tim, whoever, who don't do that. And they seem to just climb the ladder within the midst of their cruelty, their ignorance, and a lot of the other things. And we then get hung up and say, well, if they can do it, I don't understand why I can't. And then we're all in that. So Linda, I'm going to give you something you gave me. I'm going to give you something you gave me. Yes. So for the audience, so um, (laughs) Linda is one of my mentors, right? And there are times in which I've gone to you in tears, like, woe is me, woe is me. And you have said to me once, stop comparing yourself to Mm. somebody else. Because what John, Jane, Sally, Bob, what they can do is going to be a whole lot different than what you can do. And you have to realize that. So don't measure your success on what, how other people get up that corporate ladder. Make your own, make your own path. And because your path is going to be so much different and you're going to have a more enriched path because you've had to overcome some obstacles that they didn't have to overcome. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, because there there are many times in which I'm sitting at a table and I'm the only person in the room that looks like me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to realize and be conscious of that fact. And carry myself sometimes a little bit differently, Uh right? So, and that's okay, but it's also you recognizing where you are and Uh you you said it best, you have to have that self-awareness. It's critical. And the ability to accept feedback. I mean, you talked about that too, Sonia, which I mean, to me, feedback is a powerful tool. I mean, Uh and I don't couch it around positive, negative, so especially, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to get it, because here's the, here's what I do found negative is people have thoughts about you, opinions about you, think with, you know, uh, what you believe they what you should work on and they don't tell you. Yeah, that to me is the negative piece. When they tell you that's power, because now you've given me you've com- made me completely aware and I'm going to go and address that. I can remember, yes. I'll share this little story with you, and then I'd love for you to talk a little bit more, too, about maybe some of your experiences of getting out of your way of feedback. I remember, th- I'm going back now, a long time ago, high school, went to an all-white high school, and I wanted to be on the color guard. I was determined to be on the color guard. Well, the first year I could try out, didn't make it, okay? Only little Black girl out there, didn't make it. What I decided to do is find out why. Why didn't I get selected? Mm -hmm. So I asked and they told me, they gave me that feedback. You know what I did with that feedback, right? The next year, tryout time, your girl had the highest score, ended up making color guard, was captain even 
of the color guard because I took that feedback and used it as a power tool and perfected. Mm-hmm. And back then, those been they weren't they're aluminum now they're light. Back then, them poles were steel, and I was whipping that flag. But I was determined, and I believe it's the same for us in our career. Feedback is such a powerful tool, wouldn't you say that? I I would agree. remember, um, you know, my my father. Well, first off, there's two quotes in there. Uh, the first one, and people tell you this all the time. Knowledge is power. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they've been saying that since. Since, since the early days, knowledge is power. So much you can do with knowledge and feedback is knowledge. Yes. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if it's good constructive feedback, what you're really trying to understand and do is no kidding. What are people saying about you when you're not in the room? Because you know, you have reviews and managers sit around tables and vice presidents sit around tables and they talk about us, right? You need to find out what they're saying about you when you're not in the room. Because when you're in the room and they're staring at you, you're great. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. But when you're yeah. not in the room, that's when they pull up their sleeves and that's when they really talk about you, right? If you can find someone that's going to give you that feedback, that's knowledge. That's power, because now you can take that knowledge and you can take that power and you can do something with it. If oh, my gosh. Choose, that is so true. If you choose to do something with it. Now, if you sit on it and you just like, oh, that's not me, then you know what? You're going to stay where you are. Absolutely. But, but it is so important. So I read a book um, and we had a speaker um, once, Carla Harris. Oh. And there was something that she said to me that I have told people, and I take it into my own, as you're working your way through your career, make sure that you are in the right seat on the right bus. Mm. Because sometimes you're in the right seat, but your bus, not the right bus. Not the right bus. Not the right bus. Oh my gosh. So, and then I take it one step further. I ensure that that bus seat I'm in the driver's seat. Oh my gosh. Because you don't want your, and so think about that about your career, right? Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. In, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying the analogy of, oh, my bus is my, is my company and I need to quit. That's not what I'm saying. That's, that's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you, you may be in the right seat. That must maybe your, your, your department. Maybe you need to find another department. Maybe you need to find another manager. Maybe, you know, so don't always think that you have to jump companies. Yes. Sometimes you may just need to move out of move out of that particular area. When I was at another company and I and I came to you, you know, I had an opportunity. And you mentioned it. I had an opportunity to do an assignment someplace else. And it was, Linda, what should I do? I, I gave you a laundry list of yes. reasons why I can't, why I shouldn't. Oh my gosh. I, and 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 afterwards, you were very kind, and you said, "You done? You, did you get it all out? Are you, are you sure you got out? Is there anything else you want to say to me, Sonia?" And I said, "No, I'm good." And she's like, "Throughout all of that, what's the real reason?" I scared. Mm-hmm. You were I was afraid. So scared. I was scared. And you were like, "Get out of your way. Yeah. You're in the right seat. Let's get on a different bus." Yes. Yes. And yes, I did. Yes. And and I yes. did. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm on a different bus now. I'm in the same yeah. seat. This is a different bus now. This is a different bus and now, yes. I'm, a, I'm on a different bus. And, you know, even when, you know, I had to get on a different bus, I still looked for a bus where I was going to be appreciated and not tolerated. Mm-hmm. And I think, that, you know, some of the stuff that you're saying, Tonya, I, I, Sonia, I just think it's, it's just so critical, right? Because a lot of times we will make the jump conclusion that we have to leave, right? Oh, I got to quit, right? I got to yes. quit, you know, where, where I'm at right now, this isn't working. They're not this, they're not that. And there's something that I say all the time, you know, be careful because everywhere you go, there you are, right? Everywhere you go, there you are. So I believe that when you take the time to truly do the introspective work, when you truly pull back the onion and you get out of your own way, meaning Mm -hmm. work on Linda, work on Sonia, then when it is time, when the opportunities do come for you to change the bus, right, with that seat, then it's going to go smoothly. Yeah. Because you've gotten out of your own way. We control our careers. We control how we show up. We control the aspect around us. We can't control everybody else externally. And really, you know, to get hung up in, you know, I met had Cheryl Thompson, who was on another, another guest. And we talked about the systemic changes that need to take place. And yes, there are systemic changes that need to take place in, in, in certain companies, not all, but certain corporations. But we'll just say corporate, corporate America as a whole. Yes, they do need to take place. And there's things that are happening to change those. But in that, in the midst of all that happening, you can still have the career that Sonia is sharing, mm-hmm. right? getting a mentor, getting self-awareness buttoned up, getting your EQ buttoned up, and experience with Sonia just shared. Or like I said, not having the issue of everywhere you go, there you are, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that I think is so key. Wouldn't you say, Sonia? I mean, it's so key. It is. I mean, it, it is. It, I, I cannot tell you how important that, that really, really is. Um, and I think the other thing, if I could you know, and you mentioned the word mentor uh, mm. a little bit earlier. I, I, I really, and, and people use this so interchangeably and it's, and it's not, there is a difference between a mentor and a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. It is a huge difference. And as you work on yourself and, and, and something that you said, and I want to make sure I come back to that mentor sponsor thing. Um, you are right. If you don't have good EQ, at the end of the day, it, it's so here it is. Elizabeth Taylor, who she married eight times, yeah. nine times, ten times. Guess what the common denominator and all that was? Her. Her. Yeah. It's my girl though. I watch her movies, but go ahead. And, and I'm good with that. But at <laughs> right, the end no, of the girl. day, it's kind of like what you said. It's it's still you. So if if there, if you consistently keep having the same issue over and over again, if people keep telling you the same issue over and over again. Then you really have to look at it and go like the only common denominator in this is you, hun. Is you. You gotta look in the mirror you, and that's where the mind in it. That's where that mindset shift comes in, right? And you have to be comfortable. If if you if you're not comfortable in your own home mm. pulling off the mask and showing who who the authentic Sonia is, then you're going to struggle. Yes. You have to go to work every day to be your authentic self. 
Yeah. You you can't you can't be anything else. If, and yeah. if, and you, you'll be miserable and eventually you will begin to smell unauthentic. Yeah. And you can only keep up that facade for so long. Yes. And yes. It, it's, it, you, it's just who you are. So go to work every day. Be authentically you, whatever that is. And yeah. if if you can't change, then you need to work a little bit on, on you. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, mm-hmm. or, or, or you might need to find a different seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, might be, you might need to find a different seat. Again, yeah. not telling anybody to quit. But I am telling you, you have to be honest with yourself. Yes, you, have to, yes. you have to be able to look at you and say, I, I didn't list my flaws. I, I know what my flaws are because I have spent years writing them down. It's like, you know what? 12 people have told me the same doggone thing. Guess what? It's a flaw. Mm-hmm. So I either have to work on the flaw, take a class, read a book, find a good girlfriend, find a good mentor. And, and and work on that because your mentors at your job can also assist you at working on your flaws. Linda, yes. you assist me on working on many of my flaws. Mm. But at the same time, my sponsor put his name on me and gave me those opportunities, gave me that. And, and I'll always be grateful um, right. for that sponsor. And and I would tell, I tell even some of the younger female engineers that I talk to, Get a mentor, but more importantly, get a sponsor because right. that that's that that sponsor is the one that's going to go out and say, "I put my name on Sonia, give her the chance." Yeah, they'll open the doors. They will open the doors. The only thing they'll do is open the door. You yeah. have to, you have to deliver, right? You got to show it. Oh, there's no doubt about you, it. You you have to authentically so you, show Sonya, up because you've got to deliver the results. Exactly. You got to deliver the results. And I will offer to the audience now, sponsors aren't always visible, you know, so I want you to understand that. I had a sponsor too that took care of my uh, MBA at Michigan, wrote the check when I was working at a certain company. He made himself visible. Your sponsors may not always make themselves visible, but they rise out of your network. They rise out of building relationships. And as Sonia just shared, some mentors can eventually migrate themselves into a sponsor. They're those people that are, you know, movers and shakers. They can create opportunities. They can make sure your name is in the top spot. Mm-hmm. She had Sonia just shared. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Her sponsor, she was aware of who he was. I just shared my experience. I was aware of who mine was, but they may not always be. The key is, though, you want to show up. Sonia, it's been beautiful. Authentically yourself. After you've done that, peel back and work on yourself so that your EQ and everything is strong and you can get out of your own way so that those sponsors do step up on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to say 10 out of 10, you're going to kill it when you're given that opportunity and you're not scared. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's important. But, you know, when we all get scared at work. You know, oh, sure. it's, it is, it's, that's human nature, right? Yeah. But you, you have to take that risk. Um, yeah. No risk, yeah. no reward. And, yeah. you know, and I am so grateful that I took the risk. And even when I was looking for a new opportunity, you know, I remember interviewing and I, you know, I, I literally said, you know, this, I'm looking for a family, and I'm looking for some place where I can grow wow, and yeah. and be my authentic self. And 
you know, you look at the offers and it's like, this is, this is where I want to end up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were fortunate enough and found that. And I was fortunate enough up. and found it. I did. Yes. Because you, and you had all, you had done the work to prepare you for the opportunity you have today. And I also want to thank you, you know, Linda, because, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you served as a dynamic mentor to me. You listened to my tears. Um, you listened to my wonderful stories. You gave me great advice, absolute wonderful advice. And, you know, I, I again, if I could tell the audience anything, it is just that. And again, you will have many mentors. You will have many mentors. You'll have mentors inside of your company and outside your company. You will have mentors that actually ask to be your mentor. Um, take them all. Take male, female, um, your, you know, different races, because everybody brings a different perspective mm. to you. Um, and then you learn from those mentors. It's important to to get that. And even where my new company, it's, you know, someone already reached out and said, hey, let's sit down and talk. Shock, wow. shock me. Shock me. Um, and I'm coming up on a year. So wow. That's phenomenal. That's great advice, Sonia, that I think is perfect to close this episode on. Look, listen, you know, we would love to hear from you. Please send me a DM, uh, send me a, an email, any way you want to communicate with me. would love to hear if there's any part of Sonia's, you know, experience, her journey, her story that resonated with you. Uh, you're in the midst of a mindset shift or you're trying to figure out how to peel the onion back or how to strengthen your self-awareness, how to build your network of mentors, send us a message. And Sonia will definitely, along with me, respond. We'd love to hear from you. Sonia, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you for spending this time with me. I knew Thank it was going you. to fly by. It it's did. been awesome. It's I was been very awesome. nervous. <laughs> I don't know why you were fabulous. And so to everybody, thank you for joining. It's always a pleasure. You know, I love, I can tell every Tuesday, it's my favorite time of year. So with that, we'll see you next time. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table. 